Welcome to the Texas Home Improvement Super Podcast with Jim Dutton. All the best calls this week throughout the state of Texas. Brought to you by Carrier. Turn to the experts. Tommy, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. Hello, Jim. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Love your show. Thank you, sir. Uh, I've got a 16 by 80 mobile home. I've uh, had it for a few years. I put a brand-new heat pump system in last year, inside-out, brand-new unit. And uh, this year, with all the humidity, my floor vents are sweating like crazy. Is there anything I can do? Yeah, typically if the floor vents are sweat, especially on floor vents, if they're sweating like that, they're, they're mixing in outside air with the cold air coming from the AC unit. Uh, in other words, what's happening a lot of times is that vent is getting hot, and then the cold air starts blowing across it, and it sweats. And that's what causes the moisture. And when they put in those new systems, did they change out any of the ductwork? No, none of it whatsoever. Okay. Was it doing it prior to them changing out? No, no. I had a regular regular AC unit in there before. And the first time that I went with a heat pump system, I didn't know if that had anything to do with it or not. No, not a thing. Because all the heat pump does is is in the wintertime when you're running your heat instead of use an electric strip heat it reverses the flow basically on the compressor so it's pulling okay. warm air and blowing it into the house uh, that that won't make that difference at all something when they put it in then has changed they changed something as far as something is left open something got exposed and let me ask you is it all the floor fence doing it or just certain ones uh the ones in the living room and bedrooms mainly okay I suspect that they opened up something and checked it, and when they put it back together, didn't get it sealed all the way. Okay. And I guess I need to make a trip underneath the house and check it out. That's what I was just going to say, because when you go under a mobile home, typically the way it's put together, you've got a sheathing that is uh, secured underneath to protect the insulation and everything. Yes, sir. And I'm betting they went through the sheathing, move some of the insulation to check all the hookups and when they put stuff back they didn't pack the insulation around the vent very well and that's where it's connect you know the hot air is connecting with the cold air all right i appreciate it i'll get in there and check it out all right take care tommy yes i have a rental home that was built in 1963 i renovated it about five years ago the water heater and ac unit are in one story in the one-story hallway closet. The pilot light keeps going out on the water heater. I installed a new water heater about five years ago. Different plumbers have extended the vent pipe on the roof, claiming the wind is blowing it out. Or they are stating when the AC unit is on and is blowing out the pilot. One plumber suggested installing an electric water heater. Do you have any other suggestions? Since that seems like a lot of money, especially since the water heater is still fairly new. This is an intermittent issue, and when I call a serviceman to repair, if the pilot is on, there's nothing to fix. I appreciate any advice. All right, Karen. In all likelihood... This is an issue of airflow. 
and I don't think it's air coming down the vent. I, uh, plumbers like to say that a lot, but that's typically not what I see as the issue. Uh, you have this issue sometimes in areas where they keep the water heater up in an attic as well, and it gets extremely hot. And if the attic doesn't have proper ventilation when it when the air gets too hot, the pilot goes out because it doesn't have the right amount of oxygen to keep it ignited. And I'm betting that's what you're dealing with because that new uh, furnace system you have in there more than likely is an electronic start, which I'm surprised the water heater's not. Uh, but since it is a pilot-type water heater, it's starving for air more than likely. So the fix is fairly simple. Since it's in a closet, you just have to add some vent holes to the door and you can put a grate over it and it's vented and should solve your problem. The best way to test if this is the right fix is actually just leave that door ajar. I don't know how, you know, you're saying it's intermittent, so I don't know how often it's going off. But if you can just leave the jar, the door ajar so it's get, getting good airflow in there, you know, for a fair period of time, you'll have your answer. And if, if it doesn't go out doing that, then all you got to do is drill some holes through the door, put a vent cover over it so it looks nice, and presto, problem solved. And you know what? I'll bet you money that's going to be what it is. Oh, you know, on water heaters, like I mentioned them up in the attic. Because in other parts of the state, they put a lot of water heaters up in the attic. And it does become an issue with these, and you wouldn't think it would. But with the air getting so hot and stagnant that it, it doesn't want to stay lit on the pilot. And so, again, it's a simple case. You simply get better ventilation, and that will fix the problem. Mark in Corsicana, how are you today? I'm good, Jim. How are you? Well, I'm doing fine since I'm not running up and down 45 today and having to go through Corsicana with all the construction. Yeah, it wasn't too bad, but at least the truck's air-conditioned. I ain't out of working in it. <laughs> there you go. Pretty hot, pretty hot. What can I do for you? I have a, a 1996 double-wide mobile home, and the HVAC system is starting to go on me. And I was looking for some options, or if there's any options out there, I'd like to get something that, you know that's really, really efficient like you can get for a regular home. But is there anything available for a mobile home like that? I know a lot of things are restricted or not available because it is a mobile home. How is your AC system put in? Do you have a package unit that's all outside and then vented up, uh, no, to the underneath? No, there, no there, there's the, the compressor unit. Is The evaporator is out, or the condenser is outside. Evaporator, the condenser is inside in a little closet, you know, and it okay. goes through the floor yep. and then through vents through the floor. Then, yes, it is available for high-efficiency units. Okay. Well, that's what I needed to know. That's kind of what I was looking for. And it currently has electric heat, and I would kind of like to convert that to gas. That, that shouldn't be a real big problem, should it? No. Uh, like, no. It'd, it'd actually it'd, be propane is what it would be. But. Yeah, and it's it's actually on, on trailers where you can get underneath like that and... and run the lines it's fairly simple to do right right all right then so i just need to get, get a good reputable company right and just see yep. what they can do you know, for me. here's the problem with most of the ac companies they come out and they think everybody wants to buy the dirt cheapest air conditioner they can get 
right. they don't they don't even offer a, a, a better model to to people and and honestly uh, if you if you're going to stay in the house buy the better efficiency units now right now you can buy units that you know regular air conditioning units that are up to like 21 22 sear I typically tell people be looking at the 16 to 18. The bottom line is 14 sear, but you don't you don't want to buy the bottom line unless you're going to just sell the house in another year or so. If you're going to be staying right. in the house for several years, step it up because your energy savings will offset the cost of that better unit. Okay, well, that's why I want to. I do. I am planning on staying there, and I do want to get. You know, if I can afford it, the best unit I can put in there. That, Absolutely. That's what I'm shooting for. Well, yeah, I own an AC company down in Houston, and I went out on a bid uh-huh. uh, with one of my guys on Thursday morning. And, you know, the difference between a 14-sear, single-speed, bottom-of-the-line unit, and then stepping it up into a two-speed, uh, high-efficiency unit 16 sear a higher efficiency but with that two speed it's even more efficient there was only an eleven hundred dollar difference oh wow that'll pay for itself quick yes it will well so what what is the highest sear they make uh well the highest the highest sears are actually when you get up into the ductless systems you Uh know the mini splits those things you know they're they're running 36 and 40 sear but as far wow. as standard air conditioning, where you got the ducts and all that stuff, uh, really 21 is going to be about as high as you're going to want to go, and the cost of that gets pretty high. Right. But it is worth it, you think, to go ahead and spend extra money to, to get a better system. 16 and 18. So. 18 series is about where I tell people is the, the point where when you get much higher than that, you're... It's difficult to save enough to offset the cost, but at 18 sear, it's not a problem. Right, right. The, the house is, is really efficient. It's got like four-inch styrofoam on top of the roof and a metal yep. roof on that and double windows and everything, so it's really pretty cheap to heat and cool now. So, uh, you know, I might not need to go with the, the most expensive one just to, to have a good system. Exactly. And for most people, that is the case. Yep, Okay. Well, I appreciate it. That, that's been very helpful. If you have a pipe that is dripping water that is coming through the soffit, you have something that has a problem. It can be the AC system or the water heater if it's up in the attic. Either one of them could have a drip coming out. Typically, if it's the AC system, it's because the primary drain of the air conditioning system has plugged. In most systems, the primary drain drains into a uh, P-trap under a bathroom sink, whether it's in the master bathroom or a hall bath, uh, but it drains into the end of that. Well, because the water flows through it so slowly and stuff, it can tend to mildew and, and grow sludge in there that eventually blocks the pipe. Then the water starts coming out into the pan under your unit, and flowing out through that pipe in the soffit fence. If that happens at your house, what the AC guys normally will do is use compressed air to blow through the drain pipe in order to clear the plug and then dump bleach down in there to kill the stuff that's grown. And, you know, from then forward, if you'll just dump a cup of bleach every couple months down 
that pipe, you'll keep it from plugging up on you again. Now, if you're going to blow compressed air through that pipe, a word of advice. Find out which sink it's going to. Cover that sink with a towel so that when the, when the uh, air blasts through there, it doesn't blow gunk up into the room. And just a word of advice on that, because it, it can do it. But that's what the AC guys are going to do anyway, so why not do it yourself? And again, don't leave it dripping. That means you got a problem that will eventually cost you a heck of a lot of money. Just a reminder, it's a huge help if you subscribe to, rate, and review the podcast. It helps people find us. Can you explain to me the proper way to use soaker hoses? I've used them before and found there was a lot of puddling around the house and flower beds. I would have thought the ground would be wet and slowly sinking into the ground to keep it from getting dry and messing up the foundation. How many turns of the water handle should I give it? Love your show and helpful advice. All right, Jordy. The key thing to making soaker hoses work properly is a pressure regulator. When you run full pressure, and it doesn't matter if you're just cracking the water hose or turn it on all the way, you're going to get full pressure into the hose. And when you run full pressure on those soaker hoses, you get a lot of water at the beginning of the hose and very little at the end because it builds turbulence in the hose, and that's just what it does. In order to balance it out where you get a, a more even water dispersal, put a pressure regulator on it uh, and, or reducer and drop that pressure down to 15 or 20 PSI. By doing that, you're able to turn the water on all the way, let it flow because that pressure regulator or reducer is going to take care of balancing it out. The thing is, though, if you leave it on all the time, you're going to get way too much water. You will get wet spots. So in order to avoid that, you put a timer on it as well. And what I recommend people do is start at 15 minutes twice a day, and then you got to check the soil periodically. You stick a large screwdriver in there and pull it out, and it's just moist, perfect. You stick it in, you pull it out, and it you're not getting enough water you need to turn it up to 20 minutes twice a day and if you can't get it in the ground and you're seeing cracking soil and such you're not getting enough water I just said turn it up when it was slurped didn't I that wasn't right turn it down five minutes to ten minutes twice a day if you get the slurpy sound if you can't get the screwdriver in it because it's too hard and dry then you need to turn it up five more minutes twice a day and and let it uh soak in and you got to check it periodically I, t I typically tell you check it once a quarter uh, because the weather cycles change all the time and when they're changing you've got to change the amount of water that you're putting out so like right now we've been having a lot of rain over the last six to twelve months so you really wouldn't need to be running it 20 or 30 minutes Unless you got trees around the house, which then are sucking all the moisture out. You start doing all the water, you're going to attract more tree roots. So you end up with root barriers to protect it. That's getting into something else. The soaker hoses, though, 
is a preventative maintenance. And in dry years, you put sulfurs out in order to keep the water or the, the soil from drying out and shrinking and causing more problems. Right now, as wet as we've been, your foundation is as good as it's going to get. So if you think you're going to put sulfur hoses to try to correct some of the damage, it won't happen right now. But it will maintain it from getting worse. And that's the key thing that soaker hoses do for you. So we also have done a video on it. And that's available when you go to THIPro.com. So hopefully that helps you out with that. And yes, uh, here's here the, the full hookup. If you want to see the full hookup on how to do it, go to the Do West website. And you can get there from going to THIPro.com. Click on the button for Due West. we got detailed written instructions for you how to install the system, how often to check it, and all that kind of stuff. You will start with a backflow preventer. You will have a timer. You will have the pressure regulator that I talked about. You'll need two Ys, one before the system, one after, to send soaker hoses around the house in both directions. The, and the first Y you put on up at the faucet is just so you can still have the faucet usable to hook a garden hose up onto it. Harry in Dickinson. Welcome. How can I help you? Oh, hello, Jim. Enjoy your show. Thank you, uh, sir. I, uh, about a year ago, uh, after the flood, we had a, uh, a walk-in shower installed. And, of course, there's just a little bit of a slope uh, going to the drain. And if it was yep. a tub shower, I wouldn't be concerned. But since it's a walk-in shower... I was just concerned that it's, it's draining great. I'm just wondering if there's any routine maintenance that, that I need to put into the drain, or do I just wait until it starts to drain slow before I do anything, or what? Oh, yeah, you're worried about it backing up out into the other yeah, areas. Yeah, I just, I just and... wondered if, they, if you recommend any anything that I should put in there, like on a monthly or weekly basis, to keep it from getting that way, or just wait until you it know, gets that way. The, the biggest thing you have to watch is that it, if once it starts slowing down, you know that it gets handled right away. Yeah, uh, I know there's a lot of products you can put in that brag how they clean out the pipes and stuff. But to be honest with you, I ain't never seen any of them be worth a darn. Okay. <laughs> and uh, my other question was, um, we have a uh, white, off-white ceramic tile in the kitchen. Yeah. And little chips are coming out of it, and it's not white. <laughs> underneath where the, no where the, it's nice yeah, and orange it, yes and i'm wondering is there some type of paint you recommend or some kind of touch-up paint that i would put on those little dots that are in our floor it looks like it's still dirty after we mop <laughs> yep and uh it's it's a very common problem uh that's that's just a a regular uh tile floor mm -hmm. uh that's one of the advantages of using a porcelain tile is it's the, the white color is all the way through on uh -huh. the porcelain. Yeah, when you use a down. regular <laughs> tile floor, and I honestly, I have the tile floor in my house as well. Same issue. Mm -hmm. Take a little fingernail polish Okay. that, that matches the color of the floor oh, okay. and touch it up. All right. Well, that was it. I appreciate your help Thank a lot. Okie Well, sir, all I appreciate right. you holding. All right. Have a good weekend. Bye. You as well. Bye-bye. Mike, how are you doing? Doing great, thank you. 
How can I help you? I want to paint my chain link fence. And I want to know if you have some suggestions, the best way to do it. Hiring somebody. <laughs> well, that solves all that. <laughs> the the pro you can paint a chain link fence. It's a real pain in the butt. Uh, honestly, the easiest way is going to be get a very heavy nap roller. You know, one that's got like a one inch or inch and a quarter nap on it. Right. And literally roll the chain link fence. And at that, okay. uh, you'll get the paint on there. You're going to have drips. You're going to have some spots that aren't going to look all that great on it probably. But unless somebody walks right up to the fence, they're not going to see it. Okay, so the roller would be the best way versus trying to spray it. Yeah, the the wire on the chain link is so fine, you would use so much paint to try to spray it that uh, okay. it, it would just cost the fortune to do. Okay, sounds good. Appreciate your help. You, you bet. Take care. Fred, how are you today? Oh, I'm doing good. Yourself? Doing wonderful. I'm out at the NRG Center for the Texas Home and Garden Show, and it's always fun going out and talking with people. Well, how can I help you? Well, I built a um, like a 600-square-foot apartment in my barn. I used a 5-8-inch sheetrock. I put CDX on the outside of the walls inside the barn, anyway, or inside the apartment. I'm getting mold inside there. I don't know where it's coming from. At first, I thought it was a water leak, so I checked my pipes. I put a pressure test on it. It held 60 pounds through the weekend, so it wasn't a water leak, and I just don't have a clue where the moisture's coming from. What what kind of uh, insulation do you have? Fiberglass in the roof and in the walls. Oops, I'm sorry. I didn't hear that, Fred. I, I use fiberglass insulation, roll insulation okay. inside the walls and in the roof. Okay. And then I did deck, and... I did deck over that insulation on the roof, too. I used 16-inch uh, wood I-beams for the... For the roof joist okay and uh what are you doing for air conditioning well when we first started out we had windy units and we started seeing this moisture issue somebody said it wasn't pulling enough moisture out so i put a mini split system in about 18 months ago i mean it's helped a lot as far as my electric bill it cut my electric bill by about 40 dollars a month but as far as the moisture in there i'm not seeing a change okay and have you have you uh used a uh, meter to find out what the moisture content is no i have not okay that would probably be the first thing so that we can eliminate whether it's just holding too much humidity because if it's going to be a humidity issue it could be as simple as just having a dehumidifier in there uh, the other question on on the air conditioning is this air conditioning being used all the time or uh is this a weekend place Oh, no, no, no. This is, this is behind my house. This is what, more of a storage, kind of a, a, a man cave. I was keeping right. it about 75, 76 degrees, and last week I was like, I'm tired of this. We cut it down to 72 degrees. I got in there with a spray, a sprayer. I sprayed a, a, a water bleach mixture on the walls, scrubbed the walls, wiped them all down to try to eliminate what mold that was in there. And we've kept it at 72, but we're starting to see or feel like the mold's coming back. So I'm, I'm thinking it is a moisture buildup in there. Yeah. 
and there are some adjustments on mini split systems uh, on a lot of them that they can be tweaked to take more humidity out of the air and that may be the case what we need to do with this system but it's going to depend okay. on the system uh and okay. like i said if, if for some reason that can't be done the simplest fix is just put a dehumidifier in there uh, and you know that's a couple hundred bucks and you're done so how do you adjust that mini split system would i need to have an ac person come out and look at yeah, it yeah you you would have to have an AC person look at it because all the different brands have their own way of adjusting stuff. Martin, this is Jim. How can I help you? Hi, Jim. I have a leak in my first floor, around my first floor window in the office. Just one window, and it only happens when it rains, when they got a driving rain. Yep. And I don't know who to call to diagnose where it's coming from. Where are you seeing water uh, that shows you you've got the leak? Okay, so the water is dripping down. Um, it looks like above where the where the blinds are inserted. Okay. You know, the uh, the drywall around the window is stained as well. And it and it and it's dripping from the top. From the top, correct. Okay, is this a two story? It's a two story, yeah. And another window above it. Correct. But that window is fine. Okay. But that's the one that's leaking. The first floor. The second floor. What happens on, on, on these windows, oh. I know you're seeing the water on the first floor, but what happens is when the window on the second floor is leaking around the outside of it, mm -hmm. uh, you know, like between the siding and the, the uh, window frame, it runs down on the back side and it hits the steel mantle above the window. And then it uh, rolls to the inside and comes on the sheetrock and down inside. So almost always when you're seeing water from the top side of the first floor window, it's actually the second floor window that's leaking. Okay. And, it, and it's usually nothing more than caulking around the window to fix it. All right. So who do I on call the to make sure floor. that's the problem? Yeah. Um. Well, there is no way to check it out other than going up there and spraying that window on the second floor with water and see if you start getting water coming in on the first floor. That's what everybody would have to do to check it out. Uh, a window installer could check it out, but most of the time they're going to just tell you how to do it yourself because it is so easy to check out. And if that's the case, let it. then you'll end up letting it dry and like I said, having it caulked, which would be typically, you can do that, or a painter does the caulking. You had another question. How can I? Well, yes. I just wanted to follow up on the first question. Yeah. I do have stone on the front of the house, uh, you know, around the windows. And I was wondering if it's possible that that leak is coming through the mortar in between the stone, you know, and then coming in on top of the window, you know, on the it inside. It is possible. Uh, but it depends on how much water there is, and the test for that would still be the same as far as using a water hose. The thing that you'll have to do, though, is on the first test where you're checking with the windows, you got to make sure you're keeping all the water on the windows. Then after you've done that for a... And it's going to take a pretty good period of time to get the water running down. Okay. Then in another day, 
you can check the stone by doing the same thing and keep the water only on the stone. But okay, you got to so do it in separate days because if you do it on the same day, you, you really don't know if the results are right or not. Gotcha, gotcha. So if it's the window, I call a painter or window guy to talk around the window. But if it's right. a stone... If it's a stone, then it's a, another simple fix. You just use a masonry sealer on it, and okay. you spray it. It soaks in. It's clear. It doesn't show anything, but it stops the moisture from traveling through mortar and brick. One of the things that we've got to worry about is we've got more storms coming in. And the, the storms have become a real issue. It seems like every Sunday we're having a different storm blowing in. And, you know, the only advice I can give you is secure the things around your home. You know, when you're on the coast and, and the hurricanes are blowing in or tropical storms, the first thing everybody does is lawn furniture goes inside, uh, patio furniture, if you got... Uh, bird feeders, things like that. You got to secure all that stuff. These storms that we've been getting are every bit as bad because we're hitting 60, 70 mile an hour winds that starts blowing that stuff around. And a lot of times that's what causes more damage than the wind itself. It's the stuff the wind blows around. So take time to look around your yard, see what you can secure and keep from blowing around. And one of the big things that a lot of times we miss is simply uh, plywood and things like that. So with that, have a great week and I'll talk to you again next weekend. You've just heard the best calls and questions from Texas Home Improvement. For more information about our show, go to THIPro.com.